when do you know when the deer are coming by? Uh, today, we're going to talk about trail cameras. Hi, my name is Roy Canterbury, and I'm going to be host today on Archer Talk 101. Uh, like we alluded to here earlier, we're going to talk about trail cameras. You know, why put them up, how to put them up, uh, what can you gain from them? Uh, I know there's there's several different uh, opinions on them. Uh, you know, so, some say that, you know, it's cheating and others say that it's an advantage. Um, I think, it, you know, it helps you figure out an area. Uh, I've got an area that I'm hunting that uh, uh, without trail cameras, we'd be sitting there a lot of time trying to figure out where it's at. It's It's got a tree line around the, the whole property, but there's not a lot of trees. So we need to know when they're coming through. So we've put up several cameras uh, to monitor the traffic to see when they're coming through. And nice thing about that is, is you can get pictures during the day, during the night. Uh, when do we want to be there? Do we need to be there first thing in the morning or last thing at night? You know, when do they travel through? So putting the cameras up, one thing you want to look at is, uh, you know, what are you trying to monitor? Where are they walking? Uh, you want to put them down low enough that you're going to catch them moving through. Uh, but not so low that you're just going to catch feet. Uh, you want to angle them, you know, so that they're going to be, you know, about waist height. Uh, you know, as a deer is walking through, that's going to be about where you want to want to go. And if they have to put them a little higher, then you want to angle them down. Uh, one thing you can do is, you know, put a little stick or something behind it to make it tilt down a little bit. Uh, one thing you're going to realize, though, is as you tilt it down, you're not going to get as much of a view out into a field. Um, you know, we've got some uh, where the one tree line, fence line goes down the edge of the property and half of it's in corn. Then you go down the back side of the property. Now, the tree line's kind of in a U shape uh, around the property we're, we're, we're on in this one case. And then it goes down over the top of the hill and then back down to the bottom. And now you're onto um, uh, alfalfa field and then another tree line going a little ways from there. And what we've found is uh, most of the deer are moving at night. <laughs> so, you know, they might be moving in the middle of the night. Uh, we have one area where they come through right just before daylight time. Uh, you know, so we know that now we can make sure we're out there early in the morning uh, so that we can be as the sun comes up. You know, that's one of the advantages you're going to have with... Uh, you know, seeing what the cameras go. And, you know, you can you can see all kinds of stuff. You know, we've got one camera where they come through at the night all the time. And, and we've got those come through. We got like a little little spike buck that it comes up the antlers kind of come up and kind of curve a little bit. Don't know what he's gonna look like when he gets older. Uh, but then we have another one that has, you know, like, you know, one, two inch tines on, on his. Then we have another nice one comes through. A lot of does, you know, you can see there's coyotes come through, there's rabbits, squirrels, skunks, um, you know, all kinds of things come through, lots of birds. Uh, one of the things when you're setting them up, you want to look at what is in front of the camera. Uh, there are there are some times when we have a branch that is moving just in the view of the camera and it's moving back and forth. It's constantly taking pictures. So there's somewhere we have lots and lots of pictures of a branch you know, branch moving, uh, you know, and then grass, you know, sometimes in the tall grass, they're going to be moving around. And, and it's kind of nice to know what's going on in the area. Um, now, in public hunting land, you got to be a little more careful when you're putting out your trail cameras. Uh, 
because you know there's a lot of people walking through. Where if you're on private land, you know generally it's the farmer, anybody working the farm, and those out hunting. Uh, you don't have just random people walking through through farmland that is you know privately owned. Uh, you know that's that's one of the things that, that help out. Uh, just knowing when to come through. You know, at one place, the farmer says, ah, I don't see any deer. Anymore. Well, there's a lot of deer going through there. It's just at night. Um, and then on the one side where he can't see it anyway, because, you know, the hills in a way. And they're coming through, you know, right at just about the illegal shooting time and just before. So if you're set up on there and they come through at that time, now then I know where to set up. Uh, it just saves a lot of time on spending time in, in an area where there's not a lot of trees. Now, if you have an area that has a lot of forest in it, you know, they're going to hang out there a little bit more. Uh, this property used more for transitioning through at night. They don't hang out there during the day uh, where, you know, you're in a, in a forested area. Uh, you're going to have a little bit limited, uh, you know, view. You're not going to be a sat, see out into a field, but you're going to have probably a lot more traffic going through. And now as far as setting them up, if you're setting them up so the trail rocks, you know, straight uh, parallel to where you're, you're got your tree with a camera on it, you're not going to catch as much. What you want to do is you want to have them angled so that you catch them either coming to you and catch a video uh, or go walking away from you or walk them through, you know, so they come through at, a, at an angle. You know, if you're trying to look straight at the trail instead of at an angle, Sometimes you'll catch the tail end uh, of, of the animal that's out there. And, and that's one of the things that you want to look at. Uh, you know, um, I'm also going live into the uh, ArchDoc 101 group. Uh, so anybody that happens to be in there, you know, I may have questions come through and I'll read the questions, kind of answer them live while we're doing this. Uh, that's one of the advantages of being in the Archer Talk 101 Facebook group. I'll leave a link in the description. But it's you can just do a search for um, Archer Talk 101 on your groups on Facebook and go ahead and join and you'll be able to interact with these uh, podcasts live if you'd like to. Uh, I record these at random times, but then I upload them to um, anchor.fm, which in the beginning you've probably heard of. Uh, if you listen to this on Spotify, you heard the advertisement for it, but that's pretty good. And I, and Spotify is my main place that I uh, uh, promote the podcast on. Uh, it also gets put out to other places. So, you know, that's when you can always catch these. Uh, these go live on Spotify on, on Monday mornings. Uh, so you can always listen to the, the whole thing then. Uh, if you're not in the group, uh, group always gets a little bit in advance. Uh, it's whenever I record them. So now back to uh, the uh, trail cameras. You know, there's there's a lot of different options. You know, anybody, you know, leave a comment. You know, are you using trail cameras and how are you using them? You know, let, let's get a little conversation going on on you know what's the advantages, what are you finding is good things to do and 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 things that we've learned not to do. Now, one of the things you'll look at, you know, your batteries. You know, when it gets cold, like here in Nebraska today, it's it it started out to like eight degrees. Uh, Fahrenheit, which is I think minus 13 Celsius for those listening in countries that uses use that uh, temperature scale. And uh, yesterday it was 55 and today it's eight. 
And batteries just don't last as long when they're cold. They, they don't work as well. Sometimes the lithiums, uh, they'll, they'll stand up a little bit better. But you want to check them once in a while, too. And what I do is I have each camera numbered, you know, so like one to eight or however many cameras you have out there. And I have two sets of SD cards. So what I do is I go out there and I just swap cards. I have an envelope that I put each one in so that I have, uh, I know which camera it was on. You know, those watching the video, just a little envelope like, like this is all I use, just a little small one. Uh, and I have a number on it, you know, what number camera it is. So I know when I get back and I have a, a just a little small uh, computer, then I'll stick the card in. You know, the new ones don't have SD card slots in a lot of them anymore. So the older ones do. So this is an old one we got. That's an old old gateway that has an SD card on it, still running Windows XP. But all I need to do is upload the pictures and view them. And then I'll go through and when I want to get the file, I'll name it with the date and the time and then, you know, what's on it. You know, so I kind of look at here's time, here's the dates and times and keep track of that. Uh, one thing to remember is you need to make sure you set the camera date on there. I have one camera that didn't get set and then I thought I had it set and it still has set. So it has invalid dates, but I can tell what's day, night or, or uh, you know, day or night on the camera and they're all night pictures. So um, I, I don't have any date and time when they're coming through, but I know within about a week because I generally go about once a week and and pull the cameras, uh, you know, the, ca the cards out of the cameras so I can look at them and see. Now, I, I've been a little bit over a week now for, for this one, but we're kind of after the rifle season, we're in the archery season, and now muzzleloader season here in Nebraska just started here a couple of days ago, so the whole month here is muzzleloader season. Uh, so, you know, we can do either thing. Archery's still going, so we can get out there with the bow, and we just need to know you know, what's the optimum place? Now, since I've been monitoring this for about three weeks now, I did have one deer go through during the day, like mid-morning. So they are moving through there during the day. Uh, last year, when we went out there, they, we'd seen a couple of running through in the evening uh, that went through. So they are moving through. We just, you know, kind of nice to know when they're coming through. So that that's kind of what we want to do, you know, with, with archery. One thing I'm offering for the people listening to the, the podcast uh, or watching this replay is I do offer archery instructions. I've been an archery coach since 1995, taught hundreds of people how to shoot. And what I'm offering is a free 50-minute consultation call. And I'll leave uh, a link, or if I, if you don't see the link, you can just uh, comment that you'd like to um, book a call. And I'll, I'll send you to a link to a form to fill out just, just to get to know you. And, and get to expect, you know, what you expect out of the call. And then I'll know, you know, how I can help you when we get on the call, see if coaching might be for you. Uh, we can either do, you know, group lessons, we can do private lessons, uh, and videos that you can watch. Uh, you know, there, there's all kinds of options to do. And we can talk about that in our, in our call. But once again, just remember, you know, if you want to get better, coaches is how you get better. Uh, no matter what sport you're doing, uh, if it's a sport, all athletes have coaches. Uh, even business people have coaches. You know, you have coaches or a mentor. Uh, you know, I have mentors that I use for for my business that I, I use to get better at that. So uh, 
coaching is is always a good thing, uh, coaching or mentoring, and that's one of the things that can really help out. So once again, take a look at your your cameras. They don't have to be expensive cameras. You just need to have something to take a picture. Now, one of the things you're going to get with more expensive cameras is uh, you're going to get sometimes faster shutter speed. Uh, so by the time they trigger and the camera actually starts the video, it's going to be less. Uh, if you are pointing it straight at the trail and not down along the trail, the slower, cheaper cameras, by the time they triggers and the video starts, that deer can walk through. Where the more expensive cameras, it's faster trigger, so you're going to catch more of the deer. So as they're walking through, they might catch them. Now, if the deer is running, you're probably going to get nothing on it because by the time they run through, uh, and you're not going to catch anything. That's why you want to point them where they look down the trail. So as they trigger, you'll get part of it running through. Uh, you know, you don't like to see them run, uh, but that's that's one of the things that they do sometimes. Um, now, if there's no wind when you're setting up your camera, it really doesn't matter if there's anything in the way. It's on these windy days that that's really plays uh, havoc on your uh, your pictures and your cameras. Uh, the other thing that I've you know gets on them is is when the birds are flying around. Sometimes I've gotten 15, 20 pictures or videos of birds just flying around because they happen to land in the area that the camera was watching, and and that's really uh, uh, interesting to watch, but not what we're after. But you know, it's it's the wildlife out there, and you see, and you can kind of see what they're doing. Uh, I remember one day out here at the house. Um, the birds are just in all the trees are making all kinds of racket. And they reminded me of the old uh, um, Hitchcock movie, The Birds. Uh, kind of dating myself, but if you remember that movie, that was kind of an interesting movie. If you haven't seen it, uh, it's, it's a good one to watch. But that's what all the birds sound like because every tree was just all full of birds. And, and we kind of got sidetracked on, uh, um, on talking about trail cameras. But it, it's always interesting what you catch on your trail cameras. Um, you know, leave a comment. What's the most interesting thing you caught on your trail cameras? Um, or, or even if you were out not using a trail camera, just sitting in a tree, uh, watch what's going on. You know, you're your own trail camera at that point, and you can take a look. And I remember time I was out sitting in a tree stand. My bow was hanging on a branch because it was, you know, a holder I put up because uh, it wasn't even close to shooting time yet so I don't want to sit there and hold it the whole time and as I'm starting to see the sun come up I'm looking at all the trees and all the frost is forming on them and it was just it was just so so cool to sit there you know watch the frost starting to form on everything as as the sun's starting to come up uh, you know that that was kind of cool and um, that kind of stuff you won't get on video because nothing's moving uh, but you know I'd like to know what you're, you're catching on your trail cameras. You know, is it uh, something interesting? Is it something weird? Is it something strange? I know on one of my cameras, I think the deer was like standing right next to it. And I and it looked like this little mist around there. And I, it was moving around. And, and I, I know what was happening because the deer was so close that the infrared camera was kind of reflecting off it and creating like this little mist thing. It, it's kind of cool. Uh, I, I know it was a deer because you could see it around moving around, but uh, uh, that was some of the, the weird things I've caught on uh, uh, trail cameras. But that's that's kind of what 
we're going to do this week for our uh, podcast. And remember, if you're not out there, put the camera because it can be there 24-7 and see what you can't see when you're there because nobody wants to sit there 24-7. One thing, you're not going to stay awake. And two, why do that when you can have a camera do it for you? So once again, my name is Roy Canterbury. I've been your host today on Arch Talk 101. Uh, this is episode number 55. I've been doing these for a few. And uh, for all you archers out there, if you'd like to be uh, a guest on the podcast, um, we can interview you, talk about archery. I always like talking to other archers and see how they started. Uh, just let me know and uh, I'll send you a link. We can uh, be on a podcast together and talk archery. That's always an interesting thing to do. Uh, once again, remember, I'll put a link in the description on the podcast for the Archer Talk 101 Facebook group. I'll also leave a, a link to the form to fill out to get your free 15-minute consultation call. And enjoy watching those videos on your camera. Thanks for uh, listening.